Welcome to a special Thanksgiving edition. Come on in and sit with us for spells. Well, you've been gone for a couple weeks off the show, and you come back with this big old cowboy hat on, or cowgirl hat on, yeah. Cowgirl? What does that say right there? Mama Hoss. Mama Hoss. You picked that up at a flea market, did you? No, when we were in Sunflower the Sunflower Festival, they had a little truck there where you could pick out your hat, and then you pick out the decorations, and they do it for you. And Danette from Perry Hill Farms helped me design this hat. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Danette. Y'all both, I think y'all both got a little gaudy, but if that's what you want, it's what you like. Gaudy, look at your made out of old my, rubber tire. Mine is not gaudy, mine is stylish. You paid for that old I did, hat. and I like it because it's durable. So I can wear it and get sweat stains or wisdom stains as I, I talk on it. It's fine, yes. Mine, okay. Mine's more of a... That's not a working hat. See, mine's a no, working hat. No, no, this is a go-to-town hat. Go-to-town cowgirl hat. Yeah. Okay, all right. Filming hat. Filming hat, all right. So folks, today's a special, uh, thanks, well, special Thanksgiving edition. How about that? I got all tongue-tied there. We're going to do something special today. We're doing a garden walkthrough, but first we want a few things we want to uh, talk about. You know, if you've been paying attention to the news or anything, you've noticed the Garden Zones USDA come out with a big surprise to all of us and did this Garden Zone change-up. Next week, we've got a special show we're going to talk about that. It's going to be interesting. I didn't see this coming. It kind of caught me in hindsight. But it's anyway. Like somebody would have been talking about it. It's, it is what it is, and we're going to talk about it next week. It's going to be interesting. These, after I, when I first initially thought about it, I said, no big deal. But then the more I thought about it, it is more complex and um, than what I thought it was going to be after I got to thinking about it, especially new gardeners. It's going to cause a lot of confusion there. So we're going to dig into that next week on our Rover Road. But being as it was Thanksgiving, we thought, what better thing to do a Thanksgiving tour of our gardens? Yeah, a little light show. So mm -hmm. just sit back and relax. Yep. On this day, what are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful what for What are you most thankful for? Most thankful for uh, is my God and my family. And I think it should be in that order. And then I'm thankful for all of you. Mm, yep. That's good. My God, my family, and all of you. How about that? Sounds good. Yep. I did owe that. Did owe that? I that's really good. That's yeah. <laughs> really good. You just sprung that on me, uh, didn't you? Yeah, that's good though. And you know, I, I don't want to get all crazy and everything, but we do focus a lot on our business. And we do have a lot of, I mean, several hours a day, we go back and forth with the customers, whether we're answering the phone, whether we're answering email or whatever. And we are really appreciative for all of you out there. Mm -hmm. You know, we couldn't do what we do without you. And I know that's a little cliche, but it's a fact. We enjoy helping people. That's part of our little stick here is we want to help people grow their own food and help people be successful gardening. And it's wonderful. And I've said this time and time again, but it's so wonderful that we get to deal with like-minded folks all the time. And I'm talking about gardeners or some of the best yeah. people We get to world. talk about what we are most passionate about. Mm -hmm. And when it's we have fun. those conversations with you, we realize that you're just like us. You're just down-to-earth folks that love to get out and work out in the garden, work on the homestead, work on the farm. And it's good to hear your stories of how successful you are or hear your stories of how you uh, grow your own food. So it's, it's, it's a blessing to be at the stage of life where we're at and to be where we are. For that, I say thank you. Thank you. So let me show you what I got going on. Look at here, look at here. Boy, that's beautiful, isn't it? I have been waiting and waiting, and the roselle is showing out. 
that little bit of cold spill we had didn't really um, affect it. But this is what it looks like when it's ready to harvest. Let me see your knife. So this is the calyx, and the flower has bloomed, has dried up, and fell off. And so you have the calyx left over with the seed pod in it. So this is the seed pod right here that you're gonna throw away. Well, you throw away, but I would oh. I would recommend them save their own seed. We never Roselle seed can be hard to source sometimes, so I would recommend you saving your own seed. This is the good stuff. The good stuff. How do you get the seeds out of the seed pod? I've been doing this with some uh, my white Roselle. I'll pop it. And then let it sit for about a day, and then look at all that seed in mm -hmm. there. Then you let it dry out after you pull mm -hmm. it out. Yeah, all that seed. Seeds real easy to save off Roselle. I would, I'd recommend you doing it. You get know, that's something I'm going to do more of next year. Save seed. Save seed. You know, get more than you need. Share it with the neighbor. Now, always gotta have something for you to taste. What are we into today? Okay, so I did Ooh, a video a couple looks, looks... weeks. Well, it might have been last week. This is some gold juice right here. 14 karat gold. <laughs> no, this is honey and garlic fermented. I didn't know you did this. Yeah. So the honey and the garlic is just like super antibiotics. So if you get a little scratchy throat, runny nose, sore throat. You're supposed to take one of these every day. You eat the garlic and everything? And it will run away. <laughs> now, but you can also cook with it. Imagine the flavors of honey and garlic. I've already tasted one of these because I didn't want to be too surprised. I'm gonna get you some honey. Now we did, you remember that tasting we did on the show? It's nothing like that. Don't put that back in there. Isn't that good? That's different. Taste just the honey. Yeah, that's good. The garlic in there with that, that's different. It's different. But think about cooking with the honey. Cook, I could see cooking with it. Not sure I want to eat it on a biscuit, but... No, but it's it's medicinal to help yeah. you. And if it's medicinal, folks, you know it can't taste good. That's the <laughs> rule of anything medicinal. It's got to be kind of on the rough side. Oh, that's different. It's different. All right, so what do you say? Let's go out and give everybody a Let's tour. Let's go of to our the garden. garden and see what we got going on. Well, if you've watched us for any length of time, you know we got our two separate gardens. I got my garden and her garden. We're going to tour my garden first. And I want to talk about Thanksgiving because we garden a lot for Thanksgiving. First of all, this is my little 20 by 20 garden. And I do this to replicate what somebody could grow in a small space as a 20 by 20. And I've got some greens growing in. I got a special video coming out showing how to keep rabbits from eating your garden. I just figured it out. Well, maybe I didn't figure it out. I had somebody tell me a solution and I tried it and it worked. And we're going to be bringing you that video out shortly. It's it's mind-boggling, and in most most important, it works. But we got a uh, top chop collard, which is one of our favorites here. Now on the other side here, I got a a, a kale that we're trialing out this year, 
this is a new kale for us we don't have it in our seed selection yet but if it works out as good as promised it's going to be pretty awesome right here and i got some more kale over here red russian over there and i got some beets we do a lot of trialing with new varieties this is a new beet variety we're trialing out for you guys there again if it works out then we'll have it out for you your carrots Bunch, look good carrots look good now that is a new variety of carrots also oh really yep you normally don't do this well on carrots oh come on now i've got i've watched you i've learned from you they so. look they looking bigger they're than looking mine. good yeah. yeah the secret to carrots to me is good soil yeah. good soft soil fluffy fluffy soil so we got carrots growing there new variety and this is a new variety of bunching onion that we're trialing out so this is pretty much my trial garden with the exception of red russian kale and top chop which is varieties we already already carry how long will it be before these are ready? it won't be long but now i did probably plant them a little too thick but they look really good a bunch of onion if you don't know about it is the onion that gets about the size of your thumb all the way through and you enjoy the onion bulb part and the green part as well we plant them thick because it don't take much room for them to grow but these here i might have got a little too thick but anyway that is my 20 by 20 uh garden right there all right so let's move more into the thanksgiving garden now this is some greens that i planted we did a video of it here a while back i got my regular mustard greens we got rutabagas and we got the uh, all top turnips there now you can tell that they've been harvested some and the reason why is we've been eating on these things Plus, I've been giving them away. I got some cousins and some neighbors that love these things, and I always invite them to come help themselves. So we got plenty left there. Now, this is the reason we plant this stuff in October, is we can have it ready to enjoy come Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, we have these big fancy meals. We like to eat out of the garden. We like to eat these greens. So we plant these at 1st of October, and they come off just about perfect for Thanksgiving. Right here's a couple rows of potato onions. So multiplying onion, but it's a little different potato onions. I've been growing them for a couple years. I've never grown as many as I've got this year. And let's move on over here. Well, don't let me forget my strawberries. Strawberries is over there. We got strawberries growing. They're a little slow to get kicked off, but we got them going. And here's our big patch of multiplying onions. Now we grow multiplying onions as a seed crop, but we also enjoy them as well. But I want to show you, if you'll give me those, those onions right there. I want to show you how we do them. Now we got the, the multiplying red onion right here that we're growing for the first time this year. Look at, this, look at the difference in the tops of those red onions and these tom onions. Now this is all tom onions right here. Now we've been enjoying these things quite a bit the last few days. And I'll show you how mama hoss does it because she'll slip up here and <laughs> gather some of these uh tom onions without telling anybody just go through there and we loosen it up a little bit like that right there and we pull them can't hardly tell because the dirt on them there but they're pretty good size now these two onions in there so what she'll do is she'll split them off and plant one back where that one's at yep it'll continue to grow and multiply again hence the name multiplying onions so we're going to have plenty of them they actually do better if you harvest some more along along and eat now this is what you get after they're cleaned up we just 
partaked in some of these last night. They're kind of boxy instead of bulby. Yeah, they were the the bunch of is more round. Yeah. And they have a little bit more spice to them. We love to eat them in our peas. Cut them up in our salads. Yeah. Cut them up and we I eat them all the way up in here to the green part. So I just used the last of the red onion from spring crop this week and now we'll have onions all winter yep by planting these yep and then we'll have plenty of i say plenty we always sell out every year of our seed stock but we'll have a good supply of seed stock come springtime and then we'll put some up and hold over to fall because us in the deep south we always plant our multiplying onions in the fall and if you plant them around the end of september first of october perfect for thanksgiving well, my blackberries were in their cycle a couple of years ago and I haven't been able to replant them till this last summer. This right here is a variety called Sweetie Pie. Of course, it's a thornless variety and I got them growing good. I actually bought these as little bitty things and put them in the greenhouse and grew them out to nice size plants and I transplanted them out here. Of course, I got drip irrigation on them and I run these two wires on each side. There's a lot of different ways to trellis your blackberries. I'm trying this way this year where I run one on each side. <clears throat> And I come out here every now and then, pick them up, make sure that the, the runners is up in there. Try to trellis them, keep them off the ground as much as possible. But they should be in production. I expect to have a few this coming year. All right, let's go see what's going on in my garden. So here we have the radishes. Now I had the Helos Golden Radish here, and we've ate all those. We ate those pretty much every night. <laughs> we did. For the last week. Now here is the um, watermelon radish. And we had some of these last night. So we've been roasting these things. Our new February eating radishes, we roast them in the oven. And some of them are bigger than others. And you can eat these leaves. We've been eating the leaves too. Great staple there. Let me cut one open. Whoop, that ain't see, turned. Yeah. See, I think they, some of these got mixed up. I was hoping you wouldn't do that. <laughs> there we go. There's a yeah. watermelon radish right there. So it has a white ring and the red center. Yep. The way you tell if it's a watermelon radish, it's kind of a pinkish reddish color to it. And these are 50 days to maturity. The golden ones was 25. And I'm just going to go ahead and plant another patch of that. We've got the turmeric here. The turmeric has struggled a little bit. Now, one thing I've learned about turmeric this year, it likes a little shade. Yeah. And it says it takes eight to 10 months for maturity. And you know it's mature when these leaves die back. And I see you got some Vidalia onions. Yeah, I had some extra onions. So you'll see onions everywhere. Carrots. Now I've got three kinds here. I got the Scarlet Nantes, the Yellow Bunch, and Hercules. I believe my carrots look better than yours. They, you planted yours quicker than I did. Just saying, just saying. We'll see when they're pulled, see how they do. Okay, here we have the Kioga. Chioga? Ki, K-E-Y, is how it's pronounced. I know that's what it says. And these were planted on 10-7, and they're 50 days to maturity. 
and then the golden touch tone i mean the touch tone i always get that mixed up i like those because they retain their color when they're cooked and they're a little bit um, milder than the traditional beef and we've been eating some of the leaves off of them as well yeah. some holdover basil yeah i didn't um pull up my holy basil i just cut it back and i'm just gonna let it sprout out one more time top chop that's some top chops i donated to the garden yeah then here we have some more holy basil when i was cutting it i was called myself chop and drop and so i've got it spread everywhere out here but this is calendula which is a cool season crop so it's going to last throughout the winter unless it gets really cold yep and that's a great one right there if you want to grow a flower in the winter time it's also a great herb good for skin irritation it's medicinal um culinary it has long stems so it's a great cut flower too yep So here we have the savanna mustard, which is a slick leaf and grows more upright. Now, if you don't think you like the flavor of mustard, you got to plant, this, uh, plant on trying the savanna. Everybody that tries it never goes back to regular mustard because it's got a smoother taste to it. It's actually a cross between a spinach and a mustard. Right. And the stem is very small and tender. So like on the old mustard, I would take the stems out before I cooked it. This you don't have to very early variety too ginger is sort of like the turmeric eight to ten months the leaves will start turning yellow when it's ready to harvest now your ginger appears it done a little better than your yeah. turmeric dude. oh i know what this is and this is the imperial star spinach we've ate on it a couple of times too yep. it has a bigger leaf yeah, this is not your baby spinach. This is that full-size Italian-type spinach right here. Dark green leaf. Ooh, it's good to stir-fry. We actually put it in our eggs sometimes. Right, and you cut it, and it'll just keep making it. And you can even succession plant these because it's uh, short days to maturity. This is cauliflower, I think. The cauliflower struggling a little bit, my horse. I know, and some onions put in there. Maybe they'll kick it off. Yeah, this is where we had those peanuts at. Yep. And I'm wondering if we shouldn't have planted them behind the peanuts. That shouldn't have had any effect on them. I think you may have overwatered just a little bit there. His solution to everything I've done wrong out here is overwatering. <laughs> uh, echinacea, and I hope just to keep this through the winter and just keep this as my cornflower echinacea bed. More onions, Vidalia type. Yeah, these are the um, red ones. They're getting the so weed a little bit on those. I'm going to have problems here. You see all that? Yeah. I had the lemon drop here, and which seeded out will take over. So I'm going to have a fight on my hands right here. All right, let's talk about this here because I got my opinions on this. So this is the magnolia blossom. And you look at it, this is what it's called. It gives that wonderful pop of color in the fall to your garden and you can see it looks really nice up here but i've got some issues on the bottom now he thinks it's overwatering. i think it was some type of soil disease because it's growing out of it well she watered this in ground the same as she did a raised beds raised beds we know take more water so that's a classic sign to me they got too much moisture down here at the bottom there 
but they are coming back out a little bit. Maybe maybe we can save some. We might have a few. Yep. And the thing about these is the tendrils taste this. It's supposed to taste just like the pea. Really? Mm-hmm. It does. Hmm. But on these you can eat the tendrils. And the flower, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So garlic. Garlic? So I've got some elephant garlic and some German, German white. white garlic here. Looks pretty good. And this is our little focal point right here in the garden. It's our little, what do you call this? It's a centerpiece. Centerpiece. Huh. Focal that. point. Now, there. I showed you just a minute ago her English peas on that side. And these are English peas on this side here. And this is a silver, super, super snap pea. But see, this bed's a little higher than that one is. It don't hold moisture as much. Back to my argument, that one got too much moisture. Well, this was planted a lot later, too. Mm -hmm. so. Then here we have the multiplying onions. So we've got the tom and then the... Little red. I call them little reds. Little red. Yep. And I had to put her some of her own blackberries down here. This is the same exact kind that I got going over here, sweetie pie. But she's doing a different trellis method on hers. So I run her two wires up here and she's actually going to I'm going to train them to go. Train them to go up like this. So we're doing something a little different on the uh, the training on that. And on the other side of there, you'll see some muscadines. We've got a little more work to do on those. Same thing, running two wires, but we need to, she needs to train them up some. And then this is what I'm, I would say most excited about is this tango celery. With this first year we've carried it, you grew it out from seed. I planted it and it was little plants this past weekend. And look at it. I got some in the container up there. Now one thing I've noticed about tango celery or celery in general, once you transplant it, it pops and grows in a hurry. So yeah. It's a little, it takes a little bit longer to get those seeds up into some of the other vegetables. But uh, once you get those seeds up and get somewhat established, then it grows quick from there. Gets down to below 20 degrees, we'll probably have to cover it up, but it's very cold, tolerant. Come springtime, a whole raised bed full of celery. And then this is the roselle this year. I've got three or four plants on the other side of the house, but it's blooming now. Some of the blooms has fallen off. This one's actually ready to harvest. You just take that seed out of there. The winds got into this a little bit today. And this is some uh, white roselle. And I've been harvesting the seeds on it. We hope to have some of it for sale if it germs out. First year we've grown that white roselle. This is our little wildflower spot. We actually had this before we did this part. This was the first part of the garden. I know it looks a little ratty now, but I'll come here and mow that. Come springtime, it'll flush right back out. I think this is probably about three years old mm -hmm. and uh, it still performs really well. With a wildflower garden, you're gonna have a weed or two in it, so it's just natural. But I do mow it off this time of the year and kind of clean it up a little bit. This right here is a native hibiscus. Um, we went to a plant sale and bought some native stuff. I'm trying to sprinkle some native things throughout this area. Well, this is my attempt to grow in some milkweed for the monarch butterflies. And I just planted this this year and I haven't got a real good stand. It's been dry. Man, it's been dry since I planted it. But I watered it a few times. I expect it to really take off come springtime. 
You know, we've never grown mitweed before, but with the monarch thing becoming an issue with them being on the, uh, you know, endangered species list or whatever, I thought we ought to do our part with the uh, helping them with their transit through to have them something to feed on as they pass through. All right, so now we're going to finish up. Hope you enjoyed the little garden tool there. You know, we got two weeks to catch up on the old goat. Oh, yeah. The old goat draw, we got two weeks to catch up on that. And we're going to do it, you know, for next week, we'll do a draw for the old goat this week. So if you see the old goat on the set anywhere, put it in the comments below and you will be in the drawing for a coveted prize from Hall's Tools. And the old goat has... Do we still have any more socks? Yeah, right here. The old goat has recovered from his tumble a couple weeks ago. He had to spend a couple weeks in the bed and we put bandages on him, but yep, he's all healed he's up. He's doing better. All right, so we're gonna do... So this is when Tracy was here. Tracy was here, we're gonna do the drawing with that. Tracy was, Cicada was here. And the winner from that week is Judy Reynolds. Judy Reynolds. Judy, send us your address at cussserve.hosstools.com and yes, you will get a coated pair of Get Dirty Socks. So this was last week when Donnie Glover was your guest. Yeah. And Terry Stanley, you're the winner of last week. Terry, send us your information, shipping information, custserve.hallstools.com, and you will be the talk of the town as you walk around town with these pretty get dirty socks. Be on. sure to send us a picture. Yep. We got a picture a couple weeks ago. Hilarious. We need to show Hilarious. that. Hilarious. Okay, Garden Spotlight is from Robert Osborne, Cox Creek, Kentucky Zone 7 slash 8. He's proud of his pepper and he ought to be. Look how long they are, right at 8 inches. He's been going the Arapahoe peppers for three years. On your website, the photos do not look like the real fruit that grows on the plant. I'm attaching my photos from our plants. Feel free to use them. Long time happy customers. Look at that. Aren't they pretty? They are beautiful. You know, we looked at some pepper trials last week down in Florida, and there was a couple of these variety type rises. This is a great one right here. It's, you tasted the one. I did. It, it was it, a little hot. Oh, they talked me into as we was walking through the trials. Greg, taste this, because you know Greg will do anything. And then I should have known they started snickering as I was <laughs> tasting it, and it was hot. There we was out there in the middle of the trials. In With the no field. water. I had a half a bottle of water. I worked on that half bottle of water. I kept turning it. Anyway, I got over it, but it was funny to all of them. All right, folks. What about the onion update? Oh, onion update. We, um, next Monday and Tuesday will be our last day shipping onions. We're going to wind up onions for next week. So if you hadn't ordered yours, <coughs> by all means, go ahead and order All them. the pre-orders are gone out. Should be out. Um, if you're ordering on a Thursday or Friday, we will wait till Monday to ship. So. Yep. Next week's gonna wind it up. So if you got any friends or family that wants any onions, onions, get them for them. They're gonna be gone, and we'll move right along. How about that? Thank you for watching. Thank you for your support. And we happy Thanksgiving. Hope all y'all enjoy the holidays. <laughs>